Welcome to the Empowered Homes podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to be a resource to connect church and home by growing strong families. Hey, this is Bobby. Welcome to the Empowered Homes podcast. Today on the show, we have uh, Curtis Lane. He's one of our student pastors here at Kingsland. He's on the show. We're talking about dating and your child, and uh, Curtis is with us right now. Man, it's a, a really good conversation about dating, and we'll talk about what does it look like today to, to date in 2019, and how do we help parents answer the question, when should my child date? Yeah, and I think, I think the biggest uh, way you can answer that question of when is what is dating? Yeah, so uh, me and Curtis, we talk about what that looks like to define that um, with your kid and how to do that and how to have conversations. Really good episode. So check it out. And if you have more questions, go to empoweredhomes.org. Curtis, welcome. Man, thank you for having me. Yeah. Curtis, how long have you been doing student ministry, man? No, man. Uh, with internships and all? Yeah. Ooh. Then uh, 10 years. Dang. 10 years in student ministry. 10 years. Yeah. Started my sophomore year college and uh, was at the University of Alabama. Roll Tide. Okay. Yeah. Roll Tide. Got to put that in there. There we go. Are they going to uh, win it all this year? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like you have to say yes. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen, but it's yeah. got to happen. There you go. Well, roll tie. So tell us about your family, man. You've been, you married, you got kids. Yeah, I've been married now uh, for seven years um, to my wife, uh, Haley, and then our adopted uh, little baby girl, uh, who's our angel, Neely Grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to adopt her about a year ago. And so our family's just been growing and continuing just to branch out. And so we're actually, we're trying to start the process to adopt another one, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, and one as in a child, <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, <laughs> but no, we're super excited. The Lord's really been blessed, uh, uh, been blessing me with just two amazing girls. And so yeah. it's been awesome, man. It's been so fun watching you as a dad and just loving life and just seeing you with her. It's just been fun to, to, you know, my kids are older. And so I, I forget about all those joys of, you know, teething and start walking and all yeah, that the stuff. The joys of yeah. teething. I know, man. <laughs> but it's been fun watching you uh, grow as a dad. It's been awesome, man. So the uh, reason we got you here today, man, we want to talk um, dating. Uh, you, uh, I know, personally have some uh, great background with you know dating in high school and some cool stories with your parents. Uh, but as a student pastor, you're doing this for 10 plus years and, and continuing you're going to keep doing it. Uh, often the question comes up, and I get it too, but the question comes up is, when should I let my child date? Like how old do they need to be? Like that's always a hot button topic with parents. And so uh, how, how do you, first off, how do you answer parents that come to you that say, okay, when should I let my kids date? Well, first off, uh, the answer that I typically give them is not really what they're looking for. Um, And so if you're looking for that age number, do not get ready for that. But it is one of those things where I look at them and say, hey, what's your kid's name? You know, what's going on in their life? What's happening right now? You know, how busy are they? Uh, How are they doing in your family? How's communication with them? And they answer all those questions and they kind of go, okay, so what age? And I go, well, now that you've told me all of this, what age do you think? 
Wow. And and just putting that back on the parent, not just because it's a ca- uh, kind of a cop out answer, but it's this understanding of you know your child better than anyone in this world. Yeah. And so you know what's beneficial for them. You want what's best for them. You have the biggest heart for them. So what what age do you think that's going to be beneficial to them? And that's not only just knowing maybe maturity wise, but then also knowing, hey, is this going to be something that they're going to want to fit in? Because yeah. um, we've had a lot of guys and girls, even in our ministry here at uh, Kingsland, that wants to date because they don't want to be alone or they don't want to not have someone that they're dating because that means they're the only one that's not dating someone. And so being able to look at your student and being able to go, is this going to be mm. a struggle for you? Or is this something that you actually can walk into with maturity and be able to go, hey, I can actually date someone or I can just like someone. And yeah. so that's another kind of another question even in itself is yeah, and, and how do you define it's that? It's really helping parents process for themselves, you know, not having the gut reaction to it because the reality is um, every teenager I've ever met has had feelings, right? <laughs> yeah. And so it's not about negating their feelings, no. but how do you shepherd that? Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah and, and it's just this idea as well is um, you as a parent, not trying to always go to the next parent next door and go, what are they doing? We should do that. Oh yeah. yeah. That you should actually go, Hey, what is our family going to look like in this. Um, and because what that could look like is something totally different than another family because they have different kids, they have a different yeah. life, a different agenda. Yeah. And so for you just to be able to stop and go, okay, son, daughter, what do you think dating is? Oh, wow. Like, how yeah. would you define that? So you'd bring the kids in the conversation. Yes, wow. 100%. Because for them, you're going to start to hear them vocalize what they actually think dating is. And then you can actually stop and go, would you like to hear what my definition is of dating is? Yeah. And maybe we can come up with this, this new definition for our family as we move forward and let that be for me as my name's, you know, Curtis Lane, like this is the lane definition of what dating is moving forward, Neely. And so we're not going off of other people's definition. Yeah. We're not going off your school's definitions or even what um, social media says, but we're going to go off of what we have decided. And so, from what you can hear a lot from your kids is, well, dad, like, I really want to spend time with this person and get to know them. Like, okay, do you want to do that one-on-one? Well, no, not really. I, I want to do that with other people, but I just want to like spend time with them. I'm like, so yeah. you, you don't really kind of want to like one-on-one date. You want to like be around them. Like, yeah. Yes. But so really you like them. You want to be in a group with them and spend time with them. Like, yeah. Yes. But all right. Well, when I think dating, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, man, you are in the car by yourself, you're going to dinner, you know, he's buying the meal, those different things. And he's asking you intentional questions. That's what I think. And they go, you know what? You're right, dad, or you're right, mom. They kind of have that back and forth conversation with you that allows for them to go, you know, it kind of like diffuses them from the definition that they've always heard, which is, it's just the person that you like. And it's like, that doesn't always have, it's not always the case because you're not really going anywhere. You're in the back of mom and dad's minivan going, you know, <laughs> yeah. going to a party. And so, yeah. um, so no, just you so, as a parent defining that. So for the awesome. parents defining and clarifying, uh, I think mom and dad need to have the conversation before. Yes. Uh, obviously they need to be on the same page because, you know, he'd hate for, uh, you know, dad to have one idea mom to have another idea. And then the conversation starts and then they start fighting and they're not unified. And the parent or the kids just looking at you like, you aren't, you have nothing prepared. (laughs) There's no, there's no credibility. Like you're going to, you're going to tell me I got to wait till X amount of time till I can date, but neither one of you, you like, so for parents listening, 
one, the first step I think is just getting on the same page exactly, and, and having the conversation of, okay, uh, what does this look like for us? Um, you, you said in there, you know, liking someone, uh, just having, you know, those feelings and liking someone and wanting to hang out. Um, you know, when I was, and I'm not much older than you, but I remember it was a big deal to go to the movies and calling it a date. There's a difference between hanging out and dating. What in today, in 2019, what does dating look like? Like if, if a parent's trying to figure out when should I let my kid date it, like what, what does that even look like? Are they on their phone? Do they talk? Like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. You know. This is, I would say this is a different definition for the kids version every grade. I mean, when you've got a, a fifth grader even talking about it, sixth grader talking about it, their dating relationship is maybe even over Xbox live. Like, we, oh, wow. I mean, it could even, <laughs> it could be over an Instagram or social yeah. media or just them seeing each other in math class. They actually think, I am dating you oh. because I have an interest in you and I'm pointing you out and I'm talking to you when really they spend no extra time with each other than they normally would with anyone else. And so as they get older, the more they get to kind of choose and, and, and pick that uh, time and make that priority of who, who they want to be with. And so I would definitely say for the younger ones, it's just basically a social thing. Like it is yeah. just saying, Hey, I like you let's date. And it's, they're not doing anything extra with that. Yeah. And so for you to even talk to your junior hire and go, Hey, like that's not dating. Yeah. You just like them and it's okay just to like them yeah. and, and, and those, and you can have those things, but let's not call this dating or boyfriend and girlfriend. Like, yeah. like you think that you're really, you know, going out on the state and paying for them and doing all these different things. But when you get older, you have ninth graders and 10th graders that can actually go and be a part of those things. Cause they're a part yeah. of people that are older. And so, I would say for 2019, a lot of it is like going in groups yeah. because they are very, very, very shy when it comes to intentional one-on-one conversations, just because phone calls and text messages and all that stuff, like it can detach them. Yeah. And so now all of a sudden I've got this person that I have emotional connection with is standing in front of me and they get so nervous they can't do it. And so most of the time, I, what I've seen a lot of our students is they want to go on dates, but they want to do it with other people. Yeah. And so it's not as much one-on-one as it was back in the day. Yeah. And, you know, even thinking, I remember, ah, oh man, probably seventh grade. I remember the girl's name of me getting the courage to ask her out, <laughs> maybe eighth grade, getting the courage to build, like, to go, I, it's just what you did like mm-hmm. every guy like so how does a how do guys or girls initiate any of those conversations today like is it just through hey what's up like sending a text or like it's it's nine times out of ten it's over a, a dm on instagram which is a direct message by the way yeah uh <laughs> or literally a text message or either through someone so that still happens uh, like i'm writing you a note can you send this to someone and yeah. like all the things that we used to do like it's kind of still there but still in, there in digital okay. form gotcha. and so the the courage part like there's definitely a lot more homecoming you know uh, proposal types of things yeah. and we think that our kids are very forward because that that's just a cultural trend but when it comes to dating and going hey this is my feelings for you. They're just as nervous as you were when you were a kid. Yeah. And so what they do is they typically try to hide behind a screen. They yeah. try to hide behind a phone. They try to hide behind uh, um, a computer, whatever that might look like yeah. for them. So like just me thinking out loud for my boys, like, and my daughter, and if any 
boy ever wants to date my daughter, I will strangle him. But, <laughs> but like thinking of my boys, like I want to coach them up to be able to eye to eye, ask a girl on a date. Yes. But we don't see that with, with like, would you encourage parents to do that or is it okay? Like, I don't. Now this is yeah. where I would say, if you start this early, this is not as awkward. Now, if you're a little bit later to the game, this might be. It, depending on what your relationship with your kid is. But what I've loved to see through a lot of parents that I look up to um, in their parenting is he's at, they've, uh, a dad has looked at his sons and said, hey, this Saturday, what are you doing? And they're like, well, I'm not doing really anything. But like, okay, you are going to go and ask your mother out on a date. Oh. And I want you to plan what you and your mom are going to do. And I'll drop you off. If they're 15 or 16, they, they drive her and you are going to go on a date with your mom and your mom or like mother, you get to actually show him in the moment. Hey, my, my door's not open here. Hmm. Or, Hey, like we've been eating this whole time and you haven't asked me a question about me wow. or, Hey, you've been looking at your phone. Like, like well, let's keep trying this. And that's not just a one date thing. That is like, yeah. Hey, what does it look like to like once a month, take your mom out on a date. Not only does that, connect mom and son, but it also allows that son to go, oh my gosh, this is, this is how I'm supposed to treat a woman. But then on top of that, dads, that you would ask your daughters out on a date That's good. and that you would show them, hey, this is how you should be treated. This is how you should be like intentionally asked questions and how you should be, have doors open for you, all these different things. Um, if you start that at a young age and really allow them to see, hey, this is what dating looks like, their definition is continuously always being built and yeah. always given a yeah, framework. Yeah. And that's being around you as a parent. And that's, that's so, that, so valuable. That's huge of teaching our boys how to treat women mm -hmm. is a big thing. And especially um, knowing our daughters, if we don't show them that love and affection, they're going to look for it somewhere else. Exactly. And so being the, the, the standard for them and showing them what it looks like for uh, a man to take care of them and do it like that's huge. We actually have a resource on empoweredhomes.org, um, a power parenting video that we talk about this and how to set all this up. So if you're listening, go to the website. There's a really cool article on uh, uh, Josh Stewart just talks about how he set up his boys to do what you just said. And it's, uh, vital um, for us to to teach our our young boys how to treat women and and to uh, teach our our girls like what it's like to be taken care of and and respected and treated uh, well yeah. and treated well mm -hmm. and so I mean that's awesome so shifting gears you know you've told me a little bit about your story growing up and uh, just your parents your parents did some pretty fascinating things when it came to dating yeah my let's, my let's parents, I, had, I had amazing parents that uh, were really just forward with me they knew what I was about they knew what I was thinking um, and they were very kind of like blunt about that and so when I was dating a girl and they were like hey we know exactly why you want to spend all this time with her and I'm like, all right, well try me. And they're like, well, first off, you know, like she buys you really good gifts and she like likes to talk about you and like loves to like have physical touch with you. And so we know exactly why you want to spend. And I go, what does that mean? And what my parents were trying to show me is we know you. And, and that's where I would want to encourage you as parents and as listeners 
to know your child. My parents knew my love language. They knew my struggles and what I was going to put a lot of my identity into different girls. Um, and even just kind of what my relationships, relationships look like with other people. They knew that I was a, a loophole guy, that I was always trying to get around the rules. And so they knew like, hey, you're going to try to push boundaries. You're going to try to, um, you know, make everything acceptable, even though there's a rule. And just because there's not a sign doesn't mean you shouldn't, you know, you yeah, should yeah. do it. And <laughs> and so they, they would set rules and regulations on my dating because of my personality or my love language, which was, hey, you've got to be home by 10. Like, we know the later it gets for you, like you know, you're so extroverted, you get so loopy, like you got to be home. And not only that, no good conversation happens later than that and, yeah. and, and no actions after that. And so they were like, you're going to be home. But then also a kind of weird one was I really love gifts. Like yeah. mm, buy me something, make me feel great. And I had a, a girlfriend that loved to buy things and they finally looked at me and said, you're going to tell her that she is not allowed to buy you any more gifts that are over $10. And I was like, what does that mean? They're like, we know that her buying you things is winning your heart and not for the right reasons. She's buying you nice things. And that's why you really love being around her. And so we want to protect her, but we also want to protect your heart. And so no more, no more gifts. And I was like, why would you do that? Because I was like, man, I want to be loved. But at the same time, looking back on it now, I was like, my parents were really trying to show me, hey, it's so much more than gifts. It's so much more than these things. But then also they were trying to protect her heart, protect my heart, and really allowing me to enjoy dating in a lot more of a way than I thought I would have, if that makes sense. So they told you, like, because we know you, Curtis, we know your heart and you you love gifts. Like, that's your love language of, of feeling, you know, empowered and feeling accepted. And they said, because of that, you're not going to manipulate other girls, right? Yeah. You're not going to use that to leverage so that you can get different things. Like the fact that they did that is incredible, man. Yeah, like that's I, unheard of. It's, it's such a blessing that when you, when you're able to look at your child and know them in such a way that not only can you love them, but you can love the other kids that are around them Yeah, by letting them know, Hey, you're not all that in a bag of chips, yeah. you know? And, yeah, yeah. and that, you know, you might think you're this macho guy, but like you take advantage of people for what they have. And I was like, you know what? I do, Dang. you know, and so that's, that's not just shepherding dating. That's shepherding a your life for like, life and for relationships sure. and even like your future. And man, that's the, that they recognize that and mm-hmm. was able to, uh, man, kudos to your parents. That's yeah. And, and they, they tripped in on that cause they would definitely tell you, man, we did not know, but like, but they knew me enough and they were blunt enough to be able to just have those conversations and not be scared of going, if we have this conversation and we put these rules or regulations, he's going to run or he's going to defy or he's going to, you know, date everyone and go against our rules. They knew me in such a way that they're like, if we don't tell him, he'll never know. And, and that's what I think like for most parents and even for me, what I want to do with my daughter in the future is not only to help her, define what is dating before the culture can. Wow. But then I also want her to know so much of who she is before she even tries to even be a best friend with someone. Yeah. I even think that's even more wow. important. Like, and it's, and it's not only that, but like you're the one that's teaching them how to love how, their laugh, like yeah. what makes them angry, all those things you kind of helped cultivate over the years, you know them better than anyone, but 
we have to step up and communicate that with them yeah. more and more. And so Man. I think this is so much more than dating, but it's even just with yeah. relationships as you move forward. And, and just, I can't help but think of Haley. Like Haley is reaping the benefits of the fact that your parents shepherd you, shepherd you through mm-hmm. that to not use the things that you love to manipulate those relationships. Exactly. And so as you found your spouse, <laughs> like she is benefiting from the fact that you're not learning that now you learn that back then. Mm-hmm. Cause and, what's yeah. funny is, and that's, that's how the Lord has worked so much through this is she, and she, I love her, but she is the worst gift giver. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, but what I realized is because my parents taught parents taught me that at such an early age, I went, that's not everything. Yeah. You're not finding your I'm not finding and going, oh, she doesn't meet this need. And I'm going, you know what? Like, I realize that that's a, that's a problem for me. Yeah. It's a love language. And when she buys me something, I'm like, yes, but it's not so much of a trip up that I haven't been able to marry the most amazing woman ever because she's not a good gift giver. Yeah. And it was because I knew who I was. I knew what my struggles were. My parents helped me through that, yeah. um, through dating and just what that definition looked like uh, to the point to where now I can look at my wife and go, man, exactly how God has made you is exactly what I need in my life. And so even with the weaknesses. (laughs) Yeah. And that, gosh, that's just, it blows my mind when, when I hear you talk about that of like your parents took the time. I'm sure it wasn't hard. I mean, I'm sure it was hard. I'm sure they had side conversations and talked about all this of how, how do we help Curtis through this? How do we speak truth, but with love, because we don't want him, we know he's going to be a, a rule breaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we help him not uh, just run away or, or be rebellious, but do it in such a way that he understands and understands how much we love him ultimately and seeing the steps now and looking back and seeing like how God has just worked that through because they took the time to have the conversation mm-hmm. and they knew you. Yeah. And, and they were humble in it. They knew they weren't perfect and um, they did not do it perfectly. But what yeah. they did do is they continued to try to put it at the forefront. Yeah. And that was one thing I really always appreciated. Yeah. And in closing, that's one of the things that I've heard you say is, you know, one of the things that when talking with dating with your kids yes. and all that stuff and talking with, uh, you know, when should my kid date or, or whatever, a lot of times as parents, we are scared of this subject. We're terrified. I'm terrified. My son high fived a girl at church last night, and I was like, "Who's hey, that?" <laughs> hey, that was different because he ignored every other kid in the yeah. room. Went straight to her, high fived her. I'm like, "Bro, what? What was that?" But like, I'm scared of it. And a lot of times, parents that have the fear, or not sure, they finally get the courage to have the conversation, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Okay, whew, I did it. I'm done." But you say over and over, like, this is an ongoing, it continuous. Evolves. It evolves because your teen or your child or your junior hire is growing all the time and changing. And so even in that definition, they might evolve and change through something where it totally makes it a different definition. And so that's why I would encourage you, start early. Yeah. Um, make this a reoccurring conversation. Um, and as they get older, you continue to, they start to be honest, they're thankful for those conversations mm-hmm. because they're so confused by the other definitions that are out there yeah. that they're just like, man, I cannot wait to have this yearly conversation or this, you know, maybe even once a semester just to kind of check in on what this means for me. And yeah. so, um, it's such a relief yeah. for that. So parents, you know, your kids, we didn't answer the question, <laughs> when should my kid date? But I, if, if I could give you an answer that I would say every child is different. Yeah. And so just know 
that whatever you would decide for that child because you know them and what's best for them, there might be a kid that might need to wait until he's 14. There might need to be a kid that waits till he's 16. There might be a girl that needs to wait until she's a junior or 30 like or, my you know, or yeah. You know. <laughs> and so there's, there's not an answer other than you as mom and dad talking and having conversations with your child is going to know what's best yeah. for them. Consistently talking yes. those conversations. And that's, that's huge. And, uh, uh parents, if you're listening, I uh, hope you're encouraged, um, of, of, you know, do you and your husband or, or wife or, do you have a definition for dating? I think that's a good starting point. Exactly. You come together, you define what dating looks like for your family and then bring your kids in to have the conversation. So you define it together, but then the conversation continues uh, until they get married. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I like, would say so for sure. Until they, they find that person. And even in marriage there, I don't know how many times I went to my father-in-law. I'm like, Hey, I don't know what to do with this. Like, you know, helping, helping me, uh, navigate tough situations is is key. It, it, it's like everything with parenting. Like this is one that it's not a one one and done the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's not a one and done. Okay, I got it. Got this figured out. It's a it's a continuous thing. And for those listening that are in the middle and you're battling, you're battling your son who's dating like crazy, or your daughter who's struggling. Like uh, just know you're not alone. And uh, if you want more insight or information, you can email info at empoweredhomes.org or uh, go to our website and we'll have some resources for you. So, Curtis, thank you, man. Appreciate your time. Oh, thank you for having me. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Empowered Homes podcast. For more content and information to connect church and home, please visit empoweredhomes.org.